Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Amon Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, Chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Dragon Slayer There was a father who had three daughters, and the youngest, you know, was the one who attracted all the men. The other two were tired of being passed over and thought they would get rid of her. We'll take some of father's money, said one of them, and put it in her bed. Then we'll tell him she's been stealing. The other said, Good. The proof will be right in the bed, won't it? The next morning, when the father went to count his money, it wasn't all there. He began to cry out loud. His eldest daughter heard him wailing and came running. She said, Father, the money was stolen by your own daughter. Go look. You'll find it where she sleeps. The father couldn't believe what he was hearing. But he looked anyway. And when he saw the money, he ordered her to meet him at the door. He took hold of her with one hand. And with his machete in the other, he dragged her toward the woods. She said, Father, don't kill me i'll go far away and never come back she said it over and over until he loosened his grip at last he said very well but you must keep your promise then he gave her a few tortillas and sent her on her way she wandered for miles not knowing what she would do worn out and hungry she sat under a tree and began to eat the tortillas, you see. When an old woman dressed in rags came up to her and said, Greetings, dear girl. Could you let me have just one of your tortillas? I haven't eaten in two days. The girl said, Dear mother, please help yourself. It hurts me that I don't have more to give you. My father ran me out of the house and made me promise never to come back. Here I am, the poorest of the poor. I don't know what I will do. Now, you must know that this old woman was the Blessed Virgin Mary. When she had listened to the girl's story, she said, Dear, dear girl, don't you need work? The girl said, Yes, I need to find work right away, or I will die of hunger. Here's what you must do, my darling. Farther down the road, you will find the kingdom of Kikiriki. The king there is very powerful, and I'm sure you'll find work in his palace. Take along this wand, and whenever you need to know anything, my darling, just speak to it and say, Oh, mighty little wand, by the might 
that heaven gave you? Tell me such and such. Before you know it, you'll have your answer. The girl thanked the old woman and went on her way. And when she came to a place where the road branched into three roads, she took the wand and said, Oh, mighty little wand, oh, mighty little wand, by all the might that heaven gave you, tell me, what lies down the road to the right? The road to the right is not for you, my darling. It leads to the dragon with seven heads, and each of the heads loves human flesh. She asked again, Oh, mighty little one, by the might that heaven gave you, tell me, what lies down the road to the left? And it answered, The road to the left is not for you either. It leads to the castle of the giant, Bulumbi, who loves human flesh. She asked once more, Oh, mighty little one, by the might that heaven gave you, tell me what lies down the middle road. The one said, The middle road is the road for you. It will take you to the kingdom of Kikiriki, where the king has the power to help you. She took the middle road and walked on until she came to the king's palace she went up to the door and asked the captain of the guard is there any work here the captain said i don't know but he led her to the palace and when she got to the king he said there's work in the kitchen go there you'll find it now the king had become gloomy Day after day, he grew quieter, you see, until he was almost saying nothing. Then the girl in the kitchen remembered her wand, and she picked it up and said, Oh, mighty little wand, by the might that heaven gave you, tell me, why is the king so gloomy? The wand answered, As you know, not far from this kingdom is a dragon with seven heads the dragon has told the king that he must send his son the prince to be eaten otherwise the dragon will come to the kingdom and start eating everybody the prince must be sent tomorrow at the latest how could the dragon be killed asked the girl very easily answered the wand. It takes a nap every day at 12. Go tomorrow and bring me with you. Use me to strike the dragon on his tail while it sleeps. It will never wake up. The king, you know, has issued a proclamation that whoever could kill the dragon would be granted any wish. So the girl went off to the dragon's den and gave it a strong slap on the tail with a little wand. When it was dead, she cut out the tongues from the seven heads and went back to the palace. As soon as she had left the dragon's den, a vassal of the king came along, saw the dead dragon and said, My luck is with me. 
I'll prove to the king that I killed the dragon and ask to marry his daughter, the princess. The vassal rode back to the palace and went straight to the king. He said, Majesty, I have killed the dragon. As proof, here is its seven heads. My wish is to marry the princess. But at that moment, the girl who had killed the dragon was arriving with the seven tongues. This man is a liar, she said. And when she produced the tongues, the king believed her and sent the vassal to be shot by a firing squad. Then the girl said, Majesty, my wish is to marry your son, the prince. But now the king had second thoughts. He said, I can't marry my son to a kitchen maid. She answered quickly, Kings don't go back on their word. He said, You're right. The wedding will be held tomorrow evening. Nevertheless, the girl was worried. She had nothing to wear. Then again, she remembered the little wand. And when she took it out and spoke to it, it answered her, Tonight, before you go to sleep, ask the Blessed Virgin to help you. The miracle happened. And in the morning, when she woke up, there was a dress of gold next to her bed. She wore it that evening. The prince fell in love with her. And the king could hardly believe that this was his kitchen maid. The prince and his new princess lived happily. But you must know that the king had fallen in love with his son's bride. His only thought now was to get rid of the prince so that he himself could enjoy the princess. And again, he became gloomy. The princess consulted her wand. Oh, mighty little wand, by the might that heaven gave you, tell me, why is the king so gloomy again? The wand answered, The king desires you and wants you for himself. He will declare war, and as soon as his son, the prince, has gone off to battle, the king and his henchmen will follow and secretly kill him. The princess asked, How can this be prevented? And the wand replied, You must go to the giant Bloomby and get the little ring that he wears on his tooth. When you have the ring, you can say, Little ring, change this or that. Now go to the giant exactly at 12 when he takes his nap. The princess set off for the giant's castle and arrived at 12. She went in quietly. When she saw the snoring giant with his mouth open, she slipped the ring off his tooth and ran back to her own palace. The next morning, the prince set off for war. Then the princess took out her wand and said, Oh, mighty little wand. By the might that heaven gave you, tell me, where is the king now? The wand replied, The king is right behind the prince and about to kill him. Quickly, princess reached for the ring and said, 
Little Ring, change the king into a wild pig. As it was ordered, so it was done. The prince saw the pig and shot it. And a fat one it was. When he and his companions had roasted it, they found it quite tasty. Then they went on and won the war and returned to the palace as safe as safe could be. The princess and the prince lived happily for many years. The end. Wow, another great story coming out of Latin American folktales by Jean Beerhurst. And it feels like if I'm doing a story of Latin America, Mexico, South America, and many of the um, Hispanic or countries and islands in the Caribbean, most of the stories are coming out of this book. This is a real big um, book and has tons of stories from Latin America, obviously. This particular story is actually one of a few that is in a, um, almost like a graphic novel of different stories from Mexico. Um, The book is actually called The Dragon Slayer, if you want to go online and look for it. But this story was fun, right? It has so many elements from other stories that I've done, even from Latin America. Um, You have the dad with the three children. Um, And have you noticed recently that a lot of the folk tales that have been on this podcast are dads and it's like single dads and their children. Let's even just say in a lot of folk tales and fairy tales across the world, single dads are popular. Why is that? I don't know. Why are so many single dads popular in folklore and folk tales and myths and legends and fairy tales, but not so popular in real life? You know, just something to think about. Anyway. The story has elements uh, of other stories. You have the father with the three children. Two of the children hate the third one. They set the third one up to um, to have to go out by themselves. The third, the that child goes out and becomes, through a few trials, normally three, that child becomes something great and becomes successful. Uh, becomes royalty Um, they can they make it you know and that's awesome to me you know I like that Uh, you also have the guardian angel figure you know in this one it's Mary in other ones it's old women some it's old men it's beggars it's all kind of different things you know Um, you have the Cinderella motif you have the um, the three gowns motif. Uh, um, um, what is the German one? A lot of furs, or all the furs. Um, a, the grim storyline. Um, the kitchen maid. There are so many 
other folklore and folk tales that like are just intertwined in this one story. She's fighting a dragon. She's fighting an ogre. It's amazing, you know. Um, fun fact in this story, Balumbi is a name from the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. That's where it can be found. You can find people with the last name Balumbi. So why is Balumbi the giant ogreish person? Might be saying something about the writer of the story and how he felt about Congolese people. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. This is what we can do in stories, right? But this was an awesome story and it's so jam-packed with folklore and myths and legends and everything like that. And I love her just doing what she has to do. She made the choices. She's like, look, this is what's going on. King, you're not going back on your word. I'm marrying your son. Period. It's happening. And then the <laughs> the king's wanting to be with her all of a sudden like you know what she kind of hot over there pimping i might have to uh go ahead throw my hat in the ring like after she she just married your son bro like what are you doing but you know he gets turned into a pig and his son and his homeboys eat him wow did no one ask what happened to the king guess he just died in the war right <laughs> i love that i really really love that but anyway go see chef he's going to have a wonderful recipe coming out of mexico for you i don't know what it is so until we meet again for the next voyage you know what i'm going to say have a blessed day Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today we have a wonderful meal inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating Terizo breakfast tacos. Now, what will you need for this recipe? 12 corn tortillas, one tablespoon of oil or butter, six large eggs, a pinch of salt, eight ounce chorizo sausage, feta cheese, chopped tomato, chopped onion, chopped cilantro, or for garnish. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. Heat a non-stick skillet over medium high heat. Cook tortilla for a few seconds per side till they are warm with a few brown highlights around the edges. Transfer the tortillas to a plate and cover with a towel to keep them warm. Now reduce that heat to medium. Add the chorizo and crumble with a wooden spoon or spatula. Cook stirring occasionally until cooked thorough. Wipe the skillet clean with a paper towel. Now you can add your oil or your 
butter. I prefer butter. Then you will pour in the whisk eggs and scramble continuously in a circular motion, ensuring they do not stick to the bottom of the pan. Here's a secret for soft eggs. When the eggs are cooked through, but still soft and slightly moist, remove from it. This is it. Now, you will divide the tortillas into six double stacks. Equally divide the eggs and the chorizo among the tacos. Top with the cheese, tomatoes, onions, and cilantro. And that is it, my friend. Now, go, do what you do. Make this recipe yours. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember, the prince probably had pork tacos. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, as always, enjoy. Thank you, my friends, for coming on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesCast at gmail.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice or simply donating on patreon or coffee.com that's ko-fi.com so until we meet again may your winds be fair and your seas follow